everyone. Welcome to East Coast Office Hours, Fan Bites East Coast Office Hours podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Merit Kay, and with me, as always on this show, is Fan Bite EIC, Danielle Riando. Hi. How are hey. you? We made it to another Friday. We made it to Friday. I think both of us are feeling kind of run down. <laughs> yes. um, that is the disadvantage of recording a podcast on Friday, is like by the time you get to the end of the week, you're just like, Oh you're boy, you're ready for the weekend. You, you know, know, I woke up. Ready. Yeah, I woke up in a bad mood today. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of overcast. It's like a little windy. Now that I'm really going anywhere anyway, but I just woke up in kind of a bad mood. And um, I'm curious because yeah. I was talking to my therapist earlier, and we were talking about like, well, what are some things you can do? What are some things that you do yeah. for yourself when you're in a bad mood? Honestly, the number I mean, one thing is obvious for me. It's exercise. <laughs> hell yeah. Get those endorphins. Yeah, it really does help me. Um, I also like, I'm big on like taking breaks. You've probably noticed this about me. I, I do mm-hmm. work like pretty ridiculous hours, but I'm also like extremely tenacious about making sure I take regular breaks. Like, yeah, I take a workout break every evening, basically. And I take like I try to actually take a lunch break, not every day, but a lot of the time and go do something else, like go to Mm -hmm. another room and like, I don't know, just anything else, like just not be scaring at the screen, basically. Uh, And I find that really helps. Like, just the kind of reset. I think I need a lot of, like, little resets kind of during the day to use a gamer term, basically. Uh-huh. You need, like, checkpoints. Yeah. You need you hit a checkpoint, and you need to, like, save and load your day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm also big on, like, physical notebooks for checklists, and I also put things like, hey, cool workout ideas or fun little other things in it that are probably really dorky but helpful so that's how i'm doing with all this stuff that's how i do it how about you do you have like any uh go-to's yeah um what do i do i mean i will make a cup of tea oh yeah a lot of the time like i'll make um like a cup of peppermint tea or like chamomile something like that no caffeine yeah um and the nice thing about a cup of tea is that you can like hold it and like your hands are warm and then yeah. you can like smell it and you can drink it. So it's like a, a lot of things that you can, a lot of sensory stuff. Yeah. Which is good, I find. Um, you know, I'll go back and watch uh, TV shows or movies or whatever that I've seen like a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Usually comedy stuff. And uh, just so that I have something that I'm like, that's like kind of uh you know reliable or like familiar yeah uh and um yeah sometimes i'll take a nap like um that's also great i definitely do that if i'm not like feeling 100 percent and i need a reset i'm like all right that'll be my lunch break i'm gonna like go sleep for 45 minutes <laughs> yeah so my problem lately though has been like you know for me the the prime nap time is like 20 minutes and mm. Yeah. Any more than that, and I, I lose like three hours of the day because like yeah. what can happen is I'll lay down and be like, oh, this feels so good. I'll just like, you know, I'll just set my my alarm for another twenty minutes, and then like that's okay, I guess. But then I end up just like waking up enough to turn it off, and then <sighs> going back to bed and waking up at like seven, and it's like, <laughs> well, now I feel worse. Yeah. So. Yeah, you get that. Like naps are the best thing ever, but they can definitely put you in that fucking twilight zone state of like oh i'm a zombie and i my body hurts everywhere and everything is bad if you get that exact wrong amount of sleep yeah it's a danger major danger god i do that on weekends though like when i have the whole day i will wake up at like a decent ish hour sometimes and like do things like lately i've been doing a lot of um uh driver training on my ambulance because it's been a little hard to get out uh so i've been just trying to like train up and learn another position on the ambulance and like Mm -hmm. i'll be like oh shit i did a thing and then maybe i'll like work out or like spar with my partner and then i'm like wow i did so much it's time for a nap 
And then mm-hmm. four hours later, I'm like, oh, it's nighttime. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Look mm-hmm. what I did. <laughs> Look what I can do. So, yeah, it's it's dangerous. That nap, it's like she's a siren, that nap, you know? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. The siren call of sleeping during the day. And um, <laughs> for me, it's like even if I don't nap, I often have trouble getting to bed at like a regular early sure. time. And I think what it is is because like – well, because my sleep schedule is so fucked that mm-hmm. uh, sleep at night feels like work to me. Maybe yeah. that's sad. Maybe that's sad. Maybe it shouldn't. But it feels like I have to rest now. This is the time when I have to do this. Yes. Yes. And I know that that's really bad to like stress out about uh, getting enough sleep because that makes it less likely that you will. But it's like nighttime is like I have to sleep. Daytime yeah. is just like oh, let's be bad. Let's sleep. Let's let's do it. We don't have to. It's a luxury. We get to. It's my (laughs) choice. Um, It's really true, though. I never thought of it that way, but you're completely right. It's like labor. It's forced labor. Like, oh, you you must. You must sleep now. It's not, you know, it's not like, uh, yeah, but but it's uh, sort of this regimenting of time, right? That it's like, well, of course, we sleep at night because our bodies like sunlight, and um, yeah, we're typically tuned to be uh, active during the day. But yeah. yeah, at the same time, it's like it's easy to get up in your head and be like, "Well, this isn't like a reward for like all of the work I did today, or like this isn't a, a chance to sort of give my mind time to rest, or yeah. a chance to." Yeah, to just like, you know, let my body repair itself like it does while it's sleeping. It's like, oh, I got to gotta get a solid eight hours in right? or I'll feel terrible. And I didn't sleep well last night. Um, I had to get up early for a phone call. And so yeah. like that's now I'm, my, my day's off because I didn't sleep enough. So take it naps, but sucks. nap responsibly. Yes, nap responsibly. That's that's the East Coast office hours uh, mantra from now on. It's nap responsibly. I think it's I think it's right. It's also God. It's. Do you ever get the thing where like, oh no, you're afraid like you're napping too much, like you're giving into it too much, like it's just too easy to give into. Like you look at that bed and you're just like, oh man, that bed. Yeah. I be lying in it right now. It's like it's a kind hard. of death, right? It's like, yeah. oh, it's so, it just feels nice to just like lay down and just like, you know, just let the sort of warmth wash over you and, uh, yeah. and just sort of say, yeah, all right, this is it. Yeah. It's just, it's hard. I mean, we both work from home normally. Like we're, we're, we the, we're the people who do that. And like, I love it. I love it so much. But I do find myself like needing to make sure I, I don't like give in to the nap monster too often. Um, just cause, you know, gotta be productive, gotta have coffee. And then I feel like it's unhealthy how addicted I am to coffee. So we're really like got two extremes. Coffee's going good on. for you, probably. Yeah. yeah, in small amounts. Maybe. Right? Like small, small amounts of coffee. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, yeah, I feel like, like there's wine. a lot of contradictory. Well, I don't think red wine. I don't. I think coffee is actually sort of good for you. I yeah. don't think red wine ever really actually was. I think that was like a. Yeah. I don't know. It, it might be, but like in such moderate amounts that it's like kind of useless. You know. I'm gonna look like, up. Is the red wine good for you? Because uh, it's like. Wasn't it all, so, all part of the Mediterranean diet? Like, yeah, like Southern right. it's associated Italians eating with a lot that. of tomatoes kind of thing. But, and then, yeah, <laughs> but I feel like the bigger part of that, based on my extremely limited knowledge of nutrition and, like, probably outdated, but, like, I feel like the more important part of that whole thing was, like, not having meals based around, like, a piece of red meat and then, like, a piece right. of carbohydrates and, like, a piece of awful vegetables um, that are cooked really terribly, which is basically like the Anglo way, um, (laughs) which is what I grew up eating. And I feel like when you eat like that, like, 
yeah, I mean, you don't get, uh, we're talking about food again. We always talk about food, but just uh, let me back up. <laughs> um, no, yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think, I think it's probably a an effect where like people who drink a lot of red wine, like for this Mediterranean thing, are doing other things that like are yeah. pro pro healthy, you know? They're doing that. I mean, if we're talking about like a whole Italian lifestyle and I'm not like, I'm Italian. I'm Italian American. I've been to Italy a few times. My sister mm-hmm. spent a significant amount of time there. So like, this is also not coming from an expert, but I know a bit about it. And it's very much like also part of a lifestyle where you go for a walk twice a day and like, oh good, my dog is awake. I hear that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you're walking a lot. You're eating tons and tons and tons of antioxidants. Like, tomatoes are in fucking everything all the time and yes you are Mm -hmm. having coffee as well like people have the little tiny espressos all the time and frankly they're also eating chocolate like they're eating a lot of different things that are actually kind of good for you but maybe in varying amounts and uh getting a lot of outdoor time like walking fresh air that kind of thing like it's it's part of a whole ass lifestyle i don't know i don't know I just know my grandmother was Italian. She she lived a very good long life. Uh, you know, and Italians, we just do it better. Isn't that a record label? That is a record label. We talked about, didn't we talk about this last week of the like, <laughs> this is, hell is when Italians are drivers and English are cooks. Did we talk about that or was? I think we did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember looking it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're some, here. Some light uh, national humor. <laughs> just some light right? European humor just, for you. Just a touch, you know? Just a little touch. I'm also like, God, all right, I'm just going to admit something here. I did 23andMe. Okay. I did it. So, I did the so thing. they, they did have the your DNA now? They do. They have all the information on me. And I did, like presumably do it for the like genetic testing portion because i i got that done of like am Mm -hmm. i a carrier of anything basically um because once upon a time i was interested in like physically having children that's a whole other conversation that's not relevant to this but like that was kind of the idea okay yeah so you want to know yeah uh do i have any like genetic conditions yeah yeah do i have certain things i could pass down to offspring that sort of thing and like no, apparently I'm super healthy and also have uh, genetic freak muscles, which makes me very happy. Uh-huh. Uh, I apparently have the type of muscle composition that elite power athletes have. Uh, that made wow. me happy. That was awesome. That was the best part of this whole fucking thing. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm very Italian, certainly not like as much as, of course, I've gone through my whole life thinking I am because every time it kind of comes back, the Italian... His number has mysteriously like diffused a little bit and has gone more all over like the Mediterranean and, and North Africa and, and you know, ev- just everywhere in the Roman Empire, basically, like every time because they, they send you like updated reports because another bunch of fucking saps have taken this test and given our DNA to this corporation. And like every time I'm like, oh, man, good job, folks. Good. You- go Roman Empire, I guess you, you folks got around and had fun. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. The admission is out there. Twenty three and Me owns me, all my material, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's like never, a little. They'll funny. never get my data. No. <laughs> no. I mean, they will, That's but fair. they'll have to get it off like a penny that I handled or something. <laughs> yeah. Or like uh, in Gattaca when the lady made out with some dude and then runs over to the like genetic testing place and they have they swipe her mouth. What? Yeah, that's a very wow. funny, tiny scene in Gattaca, a movie about genetic testing and everybody is predetermined based on their genetics. Wait, and all that. who's that's not a Mel Gibson joint, is it? Uh, it's Ethan. Uh, it's Ethan Hawke, actually. Oh, and I think Uma Thurman. I could be wrong. I actually like that movie. Jude Law's in that movie. Uh Jude Law's great in that movie, TBH. Um, yeah, it is Uma Thurman, who's the uh, the lady oh. lead. Very stylish. Uh, who directed Gattaca? Andrew Nichol. All right. And it was produced by Daniel Danny DeVito. DeVito. 
is great. Uh, that's actually uh, okay. Uh, also, I probably haven't seen it in 15 years. TBH. But I remember it being pretty good. So there's that. Ooh. Yeah. It was the 1997 nominee for Best Art Direction. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it has a really uh, very stylish, like, pseudo art deco, but also almost like 40s detective vibe mm. to it. But it's like a future sci-fi, um, you know, like this is a world of everybody is... Uh, you know, everybody's predetermined, like what your job will be and everything you'll do is all predetermined based on your genetic profile. And Ethan Hawke is like a guy who wants to be an astronaut, but he was born with a heart condition. And so he has to like fake that he has Jude Law's like primo DNA uh, to uh, get the job. Huh. It's kind of cool. It's kind of good. Yeah. Gattaca. Yeah. Gattaca, 1997 classic. uh <laughs> Sci-fi hit. Uh, Ethan Hawke is one of the few celebrities I've had a real encounter with in Brooklyn. Really? Tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, I mean, this is like not like a grand story or anything, but I, I was in uh, downtown Brooklyn one day with a friend. We were drinking maple almond lattes. They were delicious. And a dude and his, you know, very hot wife and... Uh, uh, some other guy kind of walk in and they got their coffee and we we're sitting outside and there was like a, a young, young late, little lady, like a eight year old or so. And she was like playing with her dog, beautiful dog. And she was like trying to like teach the dog to like get off the bench. And the dog was not getting off the bench. So we were like interacting with her like, oh, ha ha. Good job. Yeah. The, maybe try that one again kind of thing. So we we're like kind of playing with the dog and the kid and all this. And I didn't realize that was Ethan Hawke's kid. And then they came out and they were like, oh, hey, hey, guys, how you doing? Uh, and then they they walked away. You know, it was like, oh, that was a nice encounter. And the lady sitting next to us was like, oh, that was Ethan Hawke. And I was like, oh, that's great. I had my first huh. uh, Brooklyn uh, interaction with a celebrity. Yep. Nice. That's what I got. Maple almond lattes are great, though. That is true. Maple Almond lattes. Mm-hmm. Delicious. So delicious. Huh. Yeah, maple is a favorite flavor of mine uh, for just, like, anything like that. Like a homey, nice, comforting kind of drink. Just, oh, maple. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm into maple. I, I like, like, a maple donut, you know? Oh, maple donut. Incredible. Yeah. Really good, really good. Yeah. Um, the first time I had real maple syrup as a kid, I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, because <laughs> really? like, I, yeah, because I grew up uh, having, you know, um, the the like Mrs. Butterworth or whatever oh, the sure, like stuff sure. that's like kind of thick and it's like mostly corn syrup, I think. Right. Um, yeah. And it has like yeah. maple flavoring in it. Mm-hmm. So the it first has, like the one percent. Of maple yeah. syrup in it, yeah. The first time I had like 100% maple syrup, I was just like, what the fuck is this? This tastes awful. Um, and then, you know, I developed a taste for it, but it's like, it's very different. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I, I've, I've known a lot of folks who really preferred the uh, the other type, which is completely fine. Oh, yeah, no. I, for, yeah. I mean, I, it's not like I even have, I feel like the only time I ever have maple syrup now is if I go out somewhere for breakfast. And, and, oh, sure. But yeah. uh, I could fuck with both. Um, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a snob. Yeah, right. I I just grew up in New England, where that's very much. Yeah, this is not to say everybody in New England does this, but like we had maple sugar trees in our backyard, and like my dad made maple syrup a few times. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like a point of contention in my family whether or not my dad really made good maple syrup, but that's also huh. another story. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's like we had the, you know, the quote unquote good stuff most of the time um, with our like Sunday pancakes. So nice. Yeah. 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 When I was a kid, we would go on like we went on field trips to mm-hmm. like maple syrup farms, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what they're called. Basically places where they have like a ton of maple trees and they put those little spikes in them and then like the little tap and like a bucket yeah 
basically just like slowly let sap pour out and then put it in these like huge boilers and just like boil it down. Yeah. So that's how it works. It's- yeah, that's like one of the most fucking Canadian things I've ever done. It's like, <laughs> we're going on a field trip to see how maple syrup is made. <laughs> I mean, as fucking field trips go, I'd be down for that. Like maple syrup. I'm just a maple syrup fan. You know, yeah, it was, it was I would cool. go. I would go. We, uh, uh, the most, like, weird little field trip kind of place uh, I went to was always, like, an aquarium. It was always something in Boston, because, like, Boston was about an hour away Mm -hmm. uh, by a bus, and, like, it was easy to get there for the, you know, for the young Rhode Island children. So, like, man, we went to that fucking aquarium so many times. At the Boston Aquarium. Good shit. I mean, it was nice. fun. It was really, really fun. It was enjoyable. Um, I guess that's a pretty New England-ass thing. Or like a seaport. Like a lot of maritime stuff. Just a ton of like fish and or maritime things. Like maritime historical parks. And sure, yeah. Like that. Yeah. I probably knew more about shipbuilding and whaling uh, at a very young age than I think most children do. <laughs> Uh, I also have like, you know, grew up in a family where um, my dad's like a huge history buff. So we would go to a lot of like living museums and, and, you know, like historical like places where people are basically cosplaying as people of the time, more or less. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a uh, historical. We a pl- yeah. Yeah. I love we went that. to a lot of that stuff growing up, uh, like a ton, even more so with like my family than necessarily with school trips. And my dad would always like. My dad is such a fucking dad. He would always, like, grill the poor, like, person in the costume. Like, oh, is this how you'd make ice cream? Oh, my and, God. Like- same, obviously. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, such a fucking dad thing to do is just be, yeah. like, just, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. And, like, I don't know. I know I'm going to end up doing that one day. Like, I already feel myself becoming my dad in so many sure, ways. Sure, yeah. That I'm, like, oh, fuck. I know I'm going to fucking do that. Like, I'll be that person one day or, you know, if I have a little miniature person, I'll be at whatever, uh, whatever's open in the bleak apocalyptic future, you know, and we go to the historical museum where people lived as if they were in the 20th century. And I'll be like, what kind of coffee did you guys have? Oh, (laughs) my God. Stupid fucking questions. (sighs) Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's very good. I that's all right. You know, I I look fondly upon those memories. Uh, so, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Merritt, was there anything on the site you were super excited about this week? Oh, I mean, yeah, so much stuff, you know. Uh <laughs> we uh uh published uh this is kind of timely because the expansion just came out, but uh, we published a piece about how people are basically having pets in Fallout 76, which yeah. is kind of wild. Um, those Fallout 76 players continue to just be like some of the wildest players of a game I have ever yeah. seen in my life. Um, <laughs> something yeah, about really cool. <laughs> something about the perfect storm of like, Janky game plus beloved property um, has led to this really dedicated community. And like I saw a piece today too, I think it was on Polygon about how like that community is trying to create like a compelling experience for new players, like a way to introduce people to the game, which is like really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I I, I, uh, read that piece and did a little Instagram story from it and it was really, really fun. It was very like, oh, I don't know. There was like an element of it that was very cute and funny. Like, well, we've got dangerous animals in that house. You know, it was very like, we're doing our best. Uh, and like practical tips for, uh, God, I don't know what any creatures are called in the in the Fallout universe. So I won't even uh, try. You know, but... there's uh, a Deathclaw. Yes. Practical tips there's for keeping your Deathclaw happy. A Radroach. <laughs> Radroach. Good. Good. Uh, a Trash Man. 
Yeah. Um, Mut- mutant? I, there's mutant people, right? There's like some folks who are mutants. There's mole mutants for sure. Okay. There's good. There's giant naked mole rats. There's good. a good. dog. <laughs> dog. Dog. Yeah. And um, there's robot. Yes. That's all of them. Yeah. Yep. I think yeah. you nailed it. I think that's that's it. That's who's in that game. I mean, yeah, based on my extensive experience with that game. Yeah. I think I nailed it. Yeah, I think you did. What I about you? you? What if and so you yeah. you did actually do a little video based on that piece for yeah. Instagram for the gram. Yeah. But what else uh have you been working on this week? I actually edited a text piece this week. Uh that was really hmm. cool. Yeah, it was a really rad piece on how Def Jam Fight for New York, a 2004 uh, AKI Corporation EA Sports, uh, I think EA Sports, what, EA was involved in some level, <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, joint that had this like banana pants cast of like more than 45 real life celebrities, like rappers and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, also like Danny Trejo was in it, like as himself. Yep. As as famed actor Danny Trejo, I think that's like how he's like described in the game. Uh, <laughs> it was by Sam Grace's and like it, if it had this really great argument of like no game before or after will ever top this level of it. And mainly because unlike something like the Avengers or every other like crossover event in the universe, it had no reverence for the people in it. Like if somebody dies in that game, they're dead for the rest of the game. (laughs) It was really fucking funny. It was like, you can like decide to beat up and kill, you know, in, in the game, obviously Danny Trejo and he doesn't show up again. And in that, you know, version of the universe he never goes on to make machete <laughs> like it's just it's really <laughs> fucking funny and yeah it's kind of like because they weren't trying to sell other merch probably right like they were it's like the rappers who signed on to be in this game and the celebrities who signed on to be in this game were not trying to like necessarily be selling toys and oh sure and, yeah you know, like other right. shit and that's what normally happens in a big crossover it's like a marketing opportunity but for this it was like a lot of folks were just like, it would be cool to be in this game uh, and have, like, fun with it in a way. So it was a really, really, really fun piece. I highly recommend uh, yeah. folks check that out. I also watched the worst movie of my life. Like, <laughs> it's up there. Honestly, I'd rather watch Ratatouille on repeat. Um, like, this movie, uh, all I know about this was uh, that one of my uh, freshman college roommates could not stop raving about this movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> so uh, tell us about this movie that has some passionate defenders based on the comments that I, I deleted don't know today. Why. Like, I, like, well, I know I, why. People have bad taste and are yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean. But, but give us some specifics. All right. All right, I gotta take a deep breath for this one. Um. I mean, like, just to give you a little bit of backstory, I also, like, hilariously fucked up. And uh, in the chat, you know, the weekend mm-hmm. before, I was like, hey, let's watch the bad Final Fantasy movie. Final Fantasy, you know, it's popping off. Let's let's do it. And I, so I watched Spirits Within, which is not good. It's not good by any no, means. But it's, like, a no. watchable movie. They tried. They Generally, tried to make like, a movie with a plot and characters. Yes. Yes. And Alec Baldwin... And, and Ming, Ming-Na Wen is in it. And, and Ming-Na Wen, who was playing a character who they thought. Do you know about this? No. How like no. they were like, oh, this character is going to be like the first digital actor. So oh like, my God. we're going to use this same character model in different movies, but she's going to be playing different roles. Oh my God. Yeah, that never happened. Obviously. I mean, that movie bombed. I mean, I don't death. think it happened. Um, maybe yeah. she was in like some ads or something, but. Yeah, I yeah. definitely remember seeing that movie in theaters. I'm pretty sure the same summer that the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes movie came out. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that was yeah. that was 2001. That was summer 2001. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Looking at this now, it doesn't look um, good. Right. Yeah. It's the word I would use, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks. It looks like this is some fucking Mass Effect one gameplay looking movie That's exactly graphics. What it looks like. It's exactly every bit of it looks like Mass Effect One. No, like every part. <laughs> yeah. My, can I try to attempt to describe Please. the plot of this movie? Please. Yes. Uh, alien ghosts killed everybody, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 
And then they're looking for these spirits. Hence, the, those are the spirits within. Yes. Uh, from animals, I think, or from like things that are still alive. And they're using those to do a research uh -huh, to uh -huh. find a way to stop the aliens. But then the army guy, who I believe is Alec Baldwin... Uh, yes, Alec Baldwin. Well, Alec Baldwin's the nice army guy. There's oh, no, also he's a the mean nice army guy. guy. The yeah. mean army guy is like, let's just use a gun on the aliens. Yes. Um, yes. And then the she's like, cannon. she's like, no, that'll just make them mad or something. And um, she's like, oh, they're not an army. They're just dead alien ghosts. It's Scientology, basically. But they're yes. like killing us by touching us for some reason. And um, then... Either army guy or her sacrifices themselves to uh -huh. Uh -huh. return the ghost to their planet. Yes. The uh, ghosts all fly away. Yeah. You did a really good job. Thank you. That's pretty much wow, that movie. I'm surprised and upset that that is accurate. No, really. That's pretty much what happened. Steve Buscemi's in that movie. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, dickhead guy from Rhode Island is the bad army man. Uh, <laughs> James Woods. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. He's the bad army man. And Alec Baldwin is the nice army man. <laughs> it's a uh, lot. It's a lot. Uh, so, but tell us about the movie that you were. So that's you said, let's watch the bad Final Fantasy movie. <laughs> yeah. That thinking Spirits and, um, Within was that. <laughs> little did you know that there was a worse Final Fantasy movie. So much worse. It's not even funny. Spirits Within is like. An okay, you know, you could charitably give it two out of five stars for at least having a plot and right. having actors. They tried. They, they tried they, to make a try. movie. It's weird. Like, it's its own thing, right? It is, at the very least, comprehensible. It's an it's a complete story yes. that's not just like, hey, remember that guy with a big sword? Yes. He's got a cool coat now. Yes. Final Fantasy VII Advent Children is the fucking atrocity I was forced to watch after watching Spirits Within. And, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I... All right. Now, so the plot of this movie, as best I can tell, is... Um, so, Final Fantasy VII was, like, Sephiroth was the bad guy. Yes. Uh, and it sounds like this is, like, what if there were six Sephiroths? Yes. What if there were six, but they were all, like, teens? Like, the, the ostensibly the plot is there's a mysterious illness that some children have, and also Cloud Strife has it. Okay. And three, three guys named the Remnant, Remnants, the Silver-Haired Men, by, by the way, their names, <clears throat> uh, Kadaj, Lowe's, and Yazoo. That's the name of these three silver-haired men, the bad men. I mean, they kidnap the children. Yazoo yeah, is like one of my favorite bands, so that's fine. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good name for something. Yeah, it's, 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 a really, it's a great name. Um, there's also some pseudo bad guys who work for some kind of corporation, and one of them is a red haired man in a suit, and he's there for comic relief, and he's never funny. Now, Nothing what's that his name? It's ever funny. It's a, uh, I don't know what his name is. Uh, and then uh, Cloud Strife is in it and Tifa's in it. And there's a lot of just utterly incomprehensible, overly long fight scenes where you mm -hmm. never know anything at all. And it's really, really exhausting. Like, it, it's completely incomprehensible. It's completely exhausting. It's not funny when it's trying to be funny. It's not exciting when it's trying to be exciting. It's the most, like, falls flat on its face thing I've ever seen and like I have truly high tolerance for bad movies like right I can right. watch a, a horrible piece of shit and like I mean we've watched some bad yeah. movies together I know this about you yeah yeah and I'm like ah, all right it had some things yeah, you, you find something to like like almost inevitably I do almost always I, I recently watched a movie called Velocipaster that was made with eleven dollars and yeah I found it a charming <laughs> exercise um like this has no excuse. Can like, you say an anything nice about this movie? Uh, there was some nice scenery. Okay. Yeah, there were some like pretty uh, uh, shots of like landscapes. Yeah. 
Cool. That's, that's all I that's all I got. I, I, I mean, that's not so nothing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's just like you have this kind of budget. You have this kind of talent. It makes me mad when it's wasted on something with no story and no attempt at like having a coherent story and no attempt at like doing anything other than being the most at every possible second. Well, maybe that's what this movie is all about. Yeah. Maybe and maybe like, it never was about telling a story. It was just about seeing like how much could we what if we made a movie that's just the aesthetic? It's just purely an aesthetic experience. Yeah. Um of Final yeah. Fantasy VII. It's the Final Fantasy VII that everyone wants. We want a fresh new remake of the game, but but it's not 2020 yet. So uh <laughs> in fact, I believe it was 15 years ago that this movie it came out. It was, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. It was to tide fans over. Yeah. I think a lot of people watched it when they were 12 or 13. And like... Sounds right. I'm sure some things when you're 12 or 13 are very cool. And like, I don't, I don't blame people who have a relationship with stuff like that. Like... I, I think I'm just lucky that the things I liked when I was 13 were things I would find palatable later on in life as well. Yeah. So, like, I'm still a fucking dork. I'm no better than anybody else. It's just that I was watching Star Trek Voyager. And later on, I was like, well, it's not like it exactly holds up, but there were good things in it. So it's fine. I don't feel that bad about it. But, like, oh, yeah, I've gotten some people who are pretty mad at me. And my menchies this week for blasting their childhood favorite thing. The problem is this was not like aimed at children. <laughs> like this yeah, wasn't no. like a children's movie. You know what I mean? Where you you give something that credit, like you're not going to necessarily expect uh, like a a genuine like children's movie to be incredible, right? Some things are family friendly that are very good. Like yes, I think there are some very good Pixar movies that are good regardless of who they're aimed at, right? And, like, ah, this this isn't a kid's movie, though, at all. Like, Right, no, just... it's, yeah, it's aimed at, like, teens and people yeah. who played Final Fantasy VII and were like, I want to see this in modern graphics. Like, if you were an adult at all, or, like, a teenager at all in 1997 and played this game, you were an adult in 2005, like yeah. a, a grown adult. <laughs> like it's not, I don't know. I don't know. I just, there's nothing that can excuse it for me. I, I, I'm officially declaring it the worst movie I've ever seen. And I've, wow. I've seen like hundreds of student films, hundreds. Like it, I, I look at student work every day. Like I'm and this is like, no, this, this is the worst <laughs> officially. That's the Damn. bar. That's the bar. The bar was set this week. Um, wow. So now the, the, the task is to find a worse movie. Yeah. I'm sure it exists. Like, there's a lot of bad out there. There's a lot of, like, truly awful things. So, yeah. Yep. It's, oof. oof. I, I, like, okay. Aesthetically speaking, like, yes, the frames are, like, composed in a way that, like, it, it isn't incompetent so this is not the most incompetent movie i've ever seen but it is the worst because it's a waste of talent so they so. did what they so you're saying they did what they were trying to do but what they, they but did. they shouldn't have done that yes i agree that's okay. what i'm saying yes this is the ultimate you shouldn't have <laughs> right like yeah you you were so concerned with whether or not you could make cloud in hd that you didn't stop to think whether you should do that yeah I stand by it. I stand by it 100%. Stand <laughs> well, by we'll it. see how you feel after another week of comments telling us that it's so good <laughs> and that we should just go back to, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <sighs> it happens, you know? It happens. It happens. You know, sometimes people have different opinions. That's fair. I think, I think reasonable people can disagree. I mean, not on this. Um, <laughs> I think if you think it's good, I mean, I haven't even seen it. I'm just like making these like proclamations. Like, mm, yeah. Are there those things for you? 
Do that? Does like legitimately exist what, for you? Where like, if someone thinks this is good, then I then you're question their like, entire taste. Yeah, for real. Uh, I don't think. No, I mean, because people like things for all kinds of reasons, and yeah. I think it's like it's the way in which people uh, consume stuff that is yeah. my sort of barometer. Because someone can like something that I don't. And, you know, or that I think is, like, bad. But, like, A, it doesn't affect me, so who the fuck cares? Yeah, um, of course. But if we're, if we're talking, like, yeah, like, real, like, deep down lizard brain pettiness, um, <laughs> it's more like, yeah, if someone is just, like, so obsessed with something that they're, like, leaving comments about how any criticism of it is, like... <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know what? I, I will let you enjoy... I'm letting you enjoy bad things. So just let me enjoy talking about how bad they are. You know, exactly. You don't, you don't have to have to read or listen to this. Like, don't make yourself mad. Like, you know, if you're going to go into this, knowing that you love this movie, um, to the extent that like, you're unwilling to hear people talk shit about it, then don't listen to that thing. Like, don't, there's enough stress in the world without people just being like looking for, takes to make them upset yeah i you're completely right completely right you know just like don't don't go looking for that stuff and i know it's hard because i fall into that trap sometimes too but like you know what if you don't go looking for this stuff um it's almost never gonna find you and uh i think people get into this cycle of feeling this kind of adrenaline hit when yeah. they find a when they find something like that, like a take that makes them mad, and like you get hopped up on this, and uh, I think that feeling can be, even though it doesn't necessarily feel good, I think it can paradoxically be addictive. I think you're right. Uh, like it's se- the drama seeking thing. out, yeah, yeah. See, and it's not even just like oh, I think it's like a physiological thing of like yeah. people get this feeling of like this rush almost, and. Uh, there's like this come down and often that's why you feel bad afterwards. If you sort of yeah. act in the moment and like leave a comment, that's like you're fucking horse shit. Um, <laughs> although I, I expect a lot of those people don't feel bad afterwards. Sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know what? Um, I think we could all do better at, uh, and I'm not saying like, you know, don't call people out. Fuck. We're just talking about this movie. It's not that deep. I'm yeah. just saying like, you know, uh, don't stress yourself out about this stuff. Yeah, this this one's not worth. This. It's not worth it, gang. <laughs> it ain't worth it. And I'm yeah. sure everyone listening to this knows that. Um, yeah. But if you if you happen to be one of the people who really loves uh, Advent Children and is really upset, then like, what the fuck do we matter? Who cares what we think? It's uh, doesn't affect your life at all. It really doesn't. It really I mean, we doesn't. Do get, we do get paid to have those opinions but um you're right and you don't so but no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I sat there and i was actually like oh oh maybe she has a point there i mean it is true like we are taste makers right <laughs> we are we are the arbiters of taste here at fan so you know <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the arbiters of good taste i'll have it known <sighs> And with that, I'm yep. going to go watch a Frankie Muniz movie. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think this is a very good candidate for You Love to See It because yeah. it's a movie where Frankie Muniz is playing an evil video game. Oh, my fucking God. It's by yeah. the, the director who did The Boy as well. Oh, my God. Which is about that like haunted doll. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think this might be a good one for that show. Yeah, definitely let us know because I'm down. I'm down to not watch a Final Fantasy this weekend after watching two, two of them. That'd yeah, good. No. you need a reprieve. I do. I really do. Really, I need some kind of break here from that. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm so tired this week. To be honest with you, maybe that's the spirits, why the spirits within they the they, spirits are without they got you. Yeah. <laughs> like they sucked the spirit from me mm-hmm. from my body from the tiny cage of shielded light that was inside my chest i have been uh, told that that can happen yeah 
you got to protect your spirits and don't don't let them suck them out of you. You know, yeah. you got to you got to conserve your spirits. You got you to keep your spirit up. You and know? if you keep your spirits, then you become more powerful. Yeah. But if you let them, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's Reddit. It sounds like it is yeah. where you're going. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're picking up what I was putting down there. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I super was. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Reddit's a fascinating place, friends. Um, I just love this good website where I go <laughs> to see animals. And you thought I was going to be like, where I go to see hate crimes. No. <laughs> No, in fact, in fact, um, I just signed up for Reddit like two years ago and uh, basically just follow animals. And uh, it's Teefies. very good. Teefies is a oh, good one. Oh, fuck yeah. Loaf, cat um, loaf? Cat loaf. Uh, this is my, my life meow. Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, it's just like cats that are just like kind of looking grumpy because yeah. they're in some kind of situation. Um, well, I guess this is my life now, but it's a meow because they're a cat. I like that. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. good. It's good as hell. Um, yeah. I'm on all the medical Reddits uh, and EMS Reddit, of course, and then uh, cute animals. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. North Face is doing a 50% off discount for uh, uh, medical workers right now, which is very huh. nice. Good job, North Face. Now, I am noticing that Reddit signed me up for a bunch of things. Uh, hmm. So it, it did somehow, it signed me up for the PC gaming Reddit. Oh, oh good. Uh, for the NVIDIA, uh -huh. for RPG. RPG uh, Reddit, huh? And Windows 10. Oh, Windows 10, oh, wait. my and favorite also, Reddit. Also the Wii U Reddit. <laughs> the Wii U Reddit? <laughs> so kind of Reddit thought maybe... Um, maybe you like these ones. <laughs> I, uh, and now yeah. I'm sort of, I'm going through now because I was looking at my front page and I was like, why does it look like this? And right. I'm, I'm going through now and, and just, uh, un I'm just leaving all of them yeah, because just only the I animals. don't think I signed up for these guys. You know, the weird thing I have had a Reddit account for a very long time, mostly because back, you know, a thousand years ago when you were a content maker, having yeah. a Reddit account and posting things uh, was a thing, even though you had to post like, I don't know, 10 of something else before you could post one yeah. of your links. Like you had, there was some ratio to it, whatever it was. I don't even remember. But uh, that was like a thing back in the day. And I always was like, all right, well, at least I can go to the like medical ones and like, you know, keep up to date with some of the stuff that's going on in other states and blah, 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 because I'm a fucking dork. Um, so, yeah, I, I spend a, a little bit of time on EMS Reddit anyway, whatever. And for years and years, I didn't get the daily emails and I never, ever changed a preference anywhere. And then I started getting daily emails from Reddit like a month ago. Huh. Which is slightly weird. Anyway, Reddit. <laughs> Internet's front page. Reddit. Yep. <sighs> well, anyway, Merit, we made it through the week. <laughs> yeah, we're, we got there. Glad that we did. Uh, was I there know. anything else you wanted to uh, touch on before closing office hours for business? No, let's just do it. I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm fading here. I, I, I burned through all of my energy for that yeah. last powerful burst of podcasting. Yeah. And now I need to uh, rest to yeah. cover my, uh, my PP, which is podcast points, which yeah. is what I use to uh, generate content. Yeah. You got to get that, that, uh, that regen spell, you know, it's mm -hmm. really, mm -hmm. really helpful. I don't know what that is. I've only, well, no. I'm playing Final Fantasy now, so it's something. You know, you know, you know video games. It's you know true. video games. Don't it's pretend true. you don't know video games. It's true. It's true. Uh, do you want to take us out? Or do you want, uh, do you want me to take us out? Uh, wow. That was a big yawn. Why don't you take <laughs> us out? <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, so very much for listening to our cool and good podcast that we do on fridays oh, cool we hope and you, good 
Well, we hope you appreciate our very fucking real, no bullshit energy, uh, considering how the world is going right now. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions or comments for us, you can email us at uh, podcasts at fanbyte.com. Uh, and we can, you know, probably read them. We do read our email. It is a thing that we do. I do uh, you know, we yeah. do read every email, but due we to do. the volume of emails received, each email may not receive a response. Yeah. That's absolutely not true. Just fucking email us. <laughs> just email us. <laughs> we just email us. We'll, we'll listen. Uh, you can absolutely write and review our podcast. That would help us out quite a bit. And you can listen to all of our stuff at fanbite.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at fanbite media and at, uh, oh yeah, at fanfight. That's the other Twitter handle that we have. That's oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram at fanbite, TikTok on fanbite and fanbite.com. And also we stream quite a bit these days uh, due to the, you know, the, um, the crisis. Uh, Everything. Everybody is, is working from home now. So that is twitch.tv slash fanbyte. Mary, you're doing a lot of really cool, like, chill streams uh, that I think are very nice right now. Do you want to tell? Yeah, um, I've been streaming listeners? just, like, older games late at night. Um, I've been doing Tuesdays and Fridays, typically. Nice. But nice. that might switch up. Just like, you know, old, uh, you know, Game Boy Advance, uh, yeah. NES, just that kind of stuff. So, like, you know, nothing new, big and flashy, just some low-key... Uh, you know, some, some down-home gaming like uh, Grandma used to make it. <laughs> exactly. When Grandma was serving up uh, hot combos, you know? It's really nice. It's really, really good. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm at Merit K on Twitter. Awesome. I'm at Danielle R.I. And I think with this final note, office hours are closed for business. Bye.